Welcome to Let's Get Lit, a book club podcast with a twist. You're such a show off. I know. Aren't you so embarrassed? I'm oh. a little embarrassed. Um, so obviously Star is like leading the show. The star of the show is per usual. And, you know, since we're off to such a great start, I'm just going to point out that this week we will be talking about our upcoming book, which is called Nine Perfect Strangers by Leanne Moriarty. And what are we drinking, Brandy? That was a great segue. I know. I just feel like you're holding me back. <laughs> Jump on in. Why not do that? <laughs> this week, we are drinking um, Rombauer Chardonnay, which is my most favorite white wine. Actually, probably my favorite wine overall. Um, it might be your favorite drink overall. It actually, Yes. If you were to put me on a desert island and say you can only have one alcoholic beverage, what do you want? It would be a good 2017 Rombauer Chardonnay. I have to say that's a really bad decision because it's probably hot on a desert island. But it's white wine. It's cold. Yeah, but the white wine won't be cold. How are you going to chill it? You're going to be drinking scalding hot Rombauer. It'll spoil in the Maybe sun. Maybe I'm on an Antarctic desert island. Well, that changes things. But also, you would probably want something that would keep you warm, like a hot toddy. But how are you going to keep it warm? Well, what the fuck There's are you no going to drink on your desert island? I think the hot solution... Tequila? I mean, why have we never tried hot tequila? That just made me realize... It could be really good, actually. No, it would burn. I mean, burn so good. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Can we find a book that we can drink hot tequila with? Because I'm interested. I literally can't imagine any book where drinking hot tequila would be appropriate, but we can find one. What about a book that takes place in, I don't know, probably Mexico? Is that where tequila is from? Yeah, tequila, Mexico. It's a place. Okay. Um, Or so I say. And then, I don't know, it should be, like, hot weather, and it'll be, like, appropriate. Anyways, you okay. were saying? I was saying, <laughs> if, if you have a recommendation for a book set in Mexico that has hot weather where we can pair it with <laughs> hot, tequila. hot tequila, if you feel like torturing us that way, please do send your recommendations to us. Torturing um, and delighting. So I have a lot to say about this wine because I feel like I'm probably going to pair it with other books in the future. But the reason that I paired it with this book is because Nine Perfect Strangers is about people who are going to a wellness retreat. And part of what they have to do as a wellness retreat is detox before they go. But I assume that if I was going to go to a wellness retreat, I would go on a bender before I went. Yeah. Like, why would you detox before you detox? I don't know. It's like when people, like... Go I'm getting ready cl- to go to, on a diet. Mm-hmm. I've actually heard that's like the healthier thing to do, but I'm not interested. So since this is my favorite drink, I was like, we're going to drink this. We're going to have pizza for dinner tonight. We did have pizza for dinner. It was delicious. We got more pizza than we bargained for. And now we're going to have pizza for dessert. Yes. Um. So Rom- if you haven't had Rombauer Chardonnay, I recommend it highly. It is what officially made me a white wine drinker. It converted me over from red wines. It is, like, the butteriest, smoothest, like, light, oaky finish. It just, I mean, it's its perfection. It's white wine perfection. They, You were saying there's, like, pop culture references to it as well? Yeah, well, I think my first exposure to Rombauer Chardonnay was a book 
Oh my god, how I'm being. Um, reading Amy Poehler's The Girl with the Lower Back Tattoo. She talks about her love of Ron Bauer Chardonnay and how she just like keeps a ton of it on hand all the time. Is that Amy Schumer? What did I say? Poehler. Yeah, that sounds about right. I confuse them a lot of like because they're, you know. Amy's. They're Amy's, they're white blonde women, and I bet they both like Ron Bauer Chardonnay. I mean, However, I will say I probably wouldn't have noticed it in that book, except the week before Brandy told me, hey, I found this wine, it's amazing, I got it at this restaurant, you would love it, look into it, and I was like, wow, I've never heard you so excited about anything in my entire life. No, it's I don't like, get excited. Yeah, I mean, if she's been like, hey, I met a guy, he's perfect for you, not anywhere near this level of enthusiasm, <laughs> no. she was like, I found the one for you, and he's great, and so it stuck in my craw, and then when I read this book, I was like, oh my god, Brandy recommended this guy, Amy Schumer, and maybe Polar, also recommended this guy and now here i am sucking this guy down yeah you are so the first time i ever had this i was down in la visiting some of my fiance's friends and i was mad at him for some reason i don't really remember what it was he was probably being shitty and we went to lunch at this restaurant oh you know why i was mad because he's like very healthy eater person and he's like Ugh, it's, I'm mad just thinking about he it. He was like it's summer like we should go somewhere and eat something healthy and I was like all right like because I wasn't really that hungry at the time so then but when we finally got to the lunch place I was hungry and then he was we were looking at the menu and he was like oh like why don't you get this salad and I was like well I don't want the salad I want like not that and a pasta or something and he's like it's summer. You should get salad. And I was like, oh, you're dead to me now. Any man that tells you you should get salad. I know. I mean, I was like, sorry, I was going to get noodles. Opportunity to set them on fire. Yeah. So anyway, I was like, well, I'm mad at you right now. And when I get emotional, I'm like, I'm not an emotional eater. I'm you're an emotional, emotional abstainer from food. Oh. Like, like when I get, what dep- I know it's weird. Like when I get depressed or anxiety, like I don't want to eat anything, but I definitely want to drink. And so I was, I, but it's more to like prove a point to everyone. If that You're makes like, any sense. I don't even need to eat. Yeah. It's like, I do it to piss people off around me. It like, has nothing to do hungry? with. No, I will just starve myself yeah. to death and you will feel uncomfortable exactly. about it. Exactly. That's what I do. And Power I'm move. mentally well. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was doing at the time. And I, but I still wanted to like, cause make him feel bad. And so I ordered the most expensive white wine on the menu by the glass. And it was fucking $17 for a glass glass of wine. Yeah. Which is absurd. Yeah. That's like a nice bottle of wine for me. Yeah. We were like in Malibu and I feel like that's just how much things cost there. And I tried a glass of it and I was like, this is the most delicious thing I've ever had in my entire life. And I really don't want to tell you about how much pleasure I'm taking in this because I'm not you. Yeah. But then I got two of them and it was the highlight of my life. You got two glasses. Yeah. Well, I guess that's enough if you're not eating anything. Yeah. And then I have, when we came back to the Bay Area, we went up there for a a birthday, I think. Your sister's birthday, maybe? Yeah. We went to go wine tasting in Napa and you're like, while we're here, let's stop by Mm Rombauer because it's my fave. And so we did, and you immediately got that wine club membership. Yeah, joined the wine club for sure. And now I get my shipments. And today I got a shipment of Rombauer, and the whole world is special. Everybody wins. Especially I'm, Star, drinking her free Rombauer. Oh, my Because I can't afford $17 a glass. It's actually not that expensive if you... Um, Buy it from the wine club? 
Yeah, like the wine club, you get a pretty good discount. And so I think it's like $35, $40 for a bottle, which is still expensive. Yeah, but if it's like for special occasions. I mean, but the problem AKA is any night. I'm on like a quarterly maybe membership with them. So I get four bottles of wine every three months with the expectation that I'll drink a bottle a month. Like what kind of bullshit is that? Yeah, you're like, I have more special occasions. Than I that. literally go through like... <laughs> I mean, three bottles in my first month, like trying to pace myself. Yeah, you're like, but okay, I won't I buy it response. other than my wine club because it's yeah, expensive. It's such a good deal. It's a good deal. I should probably just get more wine clubs. Anyway, um, the I'm I feel like Ron Bauer should pay us for this. Honestly, if can Ron you sponsor Bauer us, Ron Bauer would sponsor us. We basically are sponsoring you. Yes, we are probably ninety percent of your business. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, man, do we love your wine and do we drink a lot. Yeah. Between the two of us, we drink for six people and I drink for five of them. (laughs) So I have like a little tiny bit of history I'm going to give you. Um, And it is the people who founded it are Corner. Corner? Is that how you say it? K-O-E-R-N-E-R. Yeah. I think Corner. 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 Corner and Joan. Um, apparently decided that they were going to upend Corner their... and Joan Rombauer. Corner and Joan Rombauer. That's his first name. His name's, his first name's Corner. It's a great first name for someone who should sponsor us. Yes. Sponsored by Corner and Joan. Rombauer. I'm into it. Rombauer. Um, they moved their two children, their two horses, and their five dogs to Napa in 1972. Like, what a fucking life. No um, wonder they make great Chardonnay. Like, can you imagine the bliss of just being there with your two horses and five dogs in Napa in 1972 with unlimited Rombauer Chardonnay? I just have given up on life after hearing how good other people have it. Yeah, so they apparently loved food and wine. I mean, who doesn't? Your fiancé. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. What a fucking loser. Their appreciation for wine. Apparently, Corner is... I can't say Corner. It's such a weird name. But I love you. Sponsor us. Um, his great aunt, Irma. I mean, who doesn't have a great aunt, Irma? I mean, no one who's not great. <laughs> so, she um, wrote the... What? Oh, my God. Wait, I didn't actually know this. So this is what happens when you... I don't do the research, but I was just going right to say, like, way to reveal Wait, the fact that you don't do the research. But you this is so time. cool because I get to be excited with you in real time. What? His great-aunt Irma wrote the cookbook, The Joy of Cooking. Really? Yeah, which I, like, had in my house growing up. Yeah, so and now they're like, here's the joy of life. Yeah. Um, and his parents or his ancestors were from Germany where... Joie de vivre. Yeah, wine and stuff. Anyway, so they moved there and they were like, let's just start a vineyard because our great-grandmother, great-aunt wrote The Joy of Cooking and... So that's how you... This is how we live our lives. And so it's... The winery is still owned by the family. It's still great. Join their wine club. Highly recommended. Um, yeah, and they just look like... They look like cake toppers at their wedding like, he looks like... What's that actor's name? Do you know who I'm talking about? That actor. He's... Probably. This, oh, my gosh. He he played the prison guard in Orange is the New Black. The, like, white-haired prison guard who was married I to the Russian lady. I know what you're lady. talking about, but I don't know what that actor's name is. Does anyone? Yeah. I can't remember offhand. But if you've watched Orange is the New Black, there's an actor who's married to a Russian lady who hates him. And 
probably not in real life, but in the show, he's married to a Russian lady that hates him, and that's what Corner Rombauer looks like. I mean, way to alienate our new wealthy benefactor. No, I'm not. That's not a diss to him. His character in Orange is the New Black doesn't like him. Basically, you're like, that's not a diss. You look like a TV star. Yeah. Also, Joan, wifey wife, was um, the national... Joan, wifey wife, Ron Bauer. Yeah, was the national sales director at Stag's Leap. Wow. She didn't need to work, and she still worked. But you know what? Here's the thing. I feel like when you're rich, you just keep getting richer. Yeah. You just They're like, hey, can I put you on a board? Yeah. Because you're rich. You feel like someone that maybe knows how to succeed, but you just kind of like inherited money or you married into it or you were born with certain advantages, but that's another conversation. I wish I was born with certain advantages. I mean, we were born with certain advantages, but... I want more advantages. Yeah, I would. I could do with a few more for sure. Um... But uh, Rombauer Chardonnay all day. Yeah, it's fucking delicious. Highly recommend it. Get your hands on some white wine. Stop what you're doing right now. Abandon your family. Yeah. Go buy some wine. And I think that should be the overall message that we convey every week. Yeah. Abandon your family and go get some wine. Yeah. Um, Our s- motto. <laughs> I like or that. read. One or the other. Or... <laughs> Both. Abandon your family, go get some wine, and read. Yeah, I mean, why not do all three? So, this book is kind of about... Wellness? Retreats? I don't fully understand what it's about. strangers? Leanne Moriarty, who I think is Australian, wrote this book about... Yeah, mate. That's not a thing. Oh, um, so one of my friends lives in Australia, and she says all these weird things now, but mostly she sends me pictures of the really huge, scary spiders that are in Australia, mm-hmm. which don't sound like they belong in a wellness retreat. <laughs> um, yeah, they're huge. Have you seen those spiders, the Australian ones? I've seen pictures. They're, like, literally the size of your hand if you have, like, huge man hands. And they're, like, they're these... Like, kind of hairy and they got skinny legs. They're horrifying. Mm. Like, you have to get them with a freaking bowl. Like, a big, big mixing bowl. Because they're so big. Well, thanks for that. You're welcome. Anyway, I don't really know where I was going with that other than to say she's from Australia. Cool, cool. I feel like I need some more raw power to hear about You know what they say? They're like, oh, are are you keen on that wine? That's what they say. Are you keen on that? Yeah. She said that to me the other day about something else. And I was like... I'm not keen on anything. I'm not keen on anything. I'm American. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I like it or I don't like it. I like it or I love it or I want some more of it. I try so hard. I can't rise above it. Etc. Keep going. Don't know what it is, but the little gals love it. But I like it. I I love it. it. I want some more of it. America. Obviously, I mean, we don't go on wellness retreats. To be fair, I feel like saying keen and pardon and stuff, mm-hmm. they sound way cuter. Whatever. Traitor. I'm not a traitor. I don't like spiders. I was just going to say, we're going to send you oh, off God. to Australia to live with the big spiders and the convicts. So before we talk about the book a little bit, do you want to talk about the author a little bit? I guess. So to be clear, I am a big fan of Leanne Moriarty, so I was excited when I found out that we were going to be reading her newest book. Um, but in terms of kind of, you know, her and kind of interesting facts about her, I don't know that much until Big Little Lies. Do you know anything? 
I literally had never heard about her and I couldn't. You had never heard about it? No, I mean, I'm not really good with paying attention to things. And so I watched Big Little Lies and I loved it. So I'm going to give like maybe fake news because I don't know if this is true. But the first (laughs) book, well, I was going to say the first book that I read of hers was called Truly Madly Guilty. So I'm assuming it's her first book. True or false? Um, False. Okay. Well, so we're off to a great start. (laughs) Truly Madly Guilty? Yeah. You said deeply. Like Savage Garden. <laughs> oh my god. I'm not I wrong. I'm not wrong. Stand with you on a mountain. Or you I Luru. wanna bathe with you in the sea. I wanna live like this forever. Because I'm truly madly guilty. Oh, that was a good segue. Thank you. I really nailed it. Um, but yeah, I read that book. I've read her book. The Husband's Secret, I've read What Alice Forgot, and I've read Big Little Lies, so you could say I'm a Leanne Moriarty fan. Um, so I'm excited to read her next book, and I think she has a few others also. What was her first book? Like, what was the first thing she ever wrote? It was Three Wishes. Well, that's like three words, like truly madly guilty, so it's understandable why I was confused. Um... Whatever. <laughs> it's two words. <laughs> I was going to say, so you've never read one of her books before? No, I haven't. I only, the only way I would have ever known about her is from Big Little Lies. And honestly, I just watched that so I could gawk at Zoe Kravitz and her babeliness. There's a lot of people to gawk at in that show. That's a very babely what show. What I will say, so, I mean, this book that we're reading is, it's, it came out really recently. I feel like it was fall of 2018. You're right, September 2018, oh my God. according to Wikipedia. Uh, finally, I'm one for two, <laughs> one for ten if we're, like, you know, counting long term. But I will say about Big Little Lies, since it's kind of, like, the most popular one, and obviously people who liked that book or, like, that series, I assume, will probably like this. Um, the show is better than the book, which is so unusual. Really? You didn't read the book. But, I didn't, but the show was so good, I can't imagine a book being better. Well, I, I didn't watch imagined. it for a long time because really? I was like, I read the book and I know exactly what happened. And then it was funny because when I read the book, there were certain things. I'm not going to spoil it because, you know, if you haven't watched it or read it, you definitely should. But there were parts of the book where I'm like, this was a little overwrought. Or if they had just made it this instead, it would have been perfect. And then the way it ended in the show, I was like, that's the way I wanted it to end. Where they just... Wait. That's not how it ended in the book? Kind of, but then they keep going and other stuff happens. And you're like, it would have been so much more powerful if it just ended with that moment. And it was slightly different. But so I will just say, like, if you haven't read the book, honestly, just watch the series. But if you are interested, if you love the series, you'd probably also like the book. Really? It's just, you know, the series is better. But also like an all-star cast, so it's hard not to love it. I did love it. I wish... You know those things that, like, you finish watching or you finish reading and you're like, I'm so upset that I don't get to do that for the first time again. Totally. Yeah, that's that what was I felt at the end of that. Well, I that was definitely one. I remember, like, making someone watch it with me and I just watched them watch it and I was like, how powerful, right? <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, it was good. And I'm like, who did this to you? I mean, I could say their name, but I'll tell you off air. Okay. Because we don't have a pseudo name for this person. Oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. Because it's like the one person we, we don't, don't know. pseudo name. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Done. Got it. Case closed. Case closed. <laughs> 
Um, That's depressing. I'm sorry. But Leanne Moriarty's written a lot of books. And I will just say this is not a biographical account. But she tends to write, like, just really, like, interesting kind of, like, neurotic characters where Mm -hmm. it's so much... Like, there's always some crazy plot point and, you know, it's always a little bit soapy and fun. But it's like all of the characters are just hot messes, but in ways that they're, you know, you feel for for them and you are rooting for them and you want most of them to be happy and succeed. But you're also just like, oh, man, so much of this story is just you creating problems for yourself. And that's most of her books. I hope we get all the dirt on all of these people going to this wellness retreat. Oh my god, well there's gonna be nine of them, I bet. I can't wait to hear everyone's dirty little secrets. I feel like it's gonna be like the real world but with no eating or drinking. Because right, like it's like they go on some health retreat and they're like fasting and Well sometimes you get to eat at a health retreat. Not that I've ever been on one, but I I assume food. Who would sign up to not eat, not drink? (sighs) You know what I wanna do for like a wellness retreat? What? I read this book one time. And I don't remember what it was called, but I went through a period of time where I was reading a whole bunch of books about people, like, women who just went to Italy. and Like, Under the Tuscan Sun? Yeah, it was, like, Under the Tuscan Sun and, like, Eat, Pray, Love. But these were not, like, big blockbuster books. These were just, like, Letters other... Letters to Juliet? Similar, in the same category. So, anyway, they went to... This woman goes to Italy, and she's, like, looking for some trace of her, like, family lineage. And she's in this little tiny town, and this... There's, like, nobody will pick her up because she's a single lady and she's, like, in this pretty conservative little Italian town. And so this little, like, old lady Italian woman finds her and she's, like, just come stay with me. And she, like, brings her into her house and she, like, makes her these beautiful little pastries in the morning and these great lunches and, like, pasta and wine for dinner. And she, like, gets to go sit in the garden and read her book and just have all of her meals cooked for her by this cute little Italian lady. And the Italian lady's daughter comes home and she's like, look at me play my lute. And they just, like, sit there and drink wine while she plays her lute and there's fireflies. And I was like, yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes, well, this is this is what I want. This is the life. How do I, I sign want. up for a wellness retreat with no other people except for some old lady cooking me pasta, while like some cute hot Italian lady plays the lute and I get to drink wine and look at fireflies in my pasta coma? I was gonna say like that's so funny because that's my go-to. Like sometimes I take myself on little weekend vacays where I'm just like, I'm just gonna go like stay in an Airbnb and like. I mean, I don't make anything, obviously, because what a lot of work. But it's, like, just order food and drink wine and, like, read books. And Mm -hmm. I'm just, like, what a waste of money. I could have done this at home. But I'm, like, it's nice to do in a different setting. Mm -hmm. But if I could have a little old lady doing it for me, that'd be way better. It was great. (laughs) And, like, with Rombauer wine, Mm because, obviously, I can't afford it when I've already paid for an Airbnb. How do I get a wellness retreat where I don't actually have to, like... It could be, be like an emotionally well. Yes, I need retreat. a I need a mental health retreat, but not like a psychiatric. Like, yeah, well, I was gonna say I feel like that's just something where you're like, hey, this is actually I will bring this up because I I mean, let's be honest, a lot of these wellness retreats like if it's actually about your health and all of this cool, but a lot of them are like, hey, we're just here so you can come like lose twenty pounds and yeah, a week, lot of them are yeah. great. Yeah, like it's like they take away get, the other distractions. Yeah, in life. like you have a colonic every day. Um there's Gosh, that sounds like a lot of butt touching for me. A lot of butt touching. I mean if that's your thing. I've cool, never had a colonic, but it's been on my to do list. I've never had butt touching and I was like, well it's a different podcast. <laughs> but no if comment. not now then when? Well no I was gonna say 
It's funny, though, because there's this thing called, like, babe camp. Babe camp? Yeah, it's a Bay Area thing. Oh, my God, I got to look this up immediately. No, but it's amazing. But so it's this um, woman named Virgie Tovar who's, like... How do you know all of this? Because I follow her on Instagram, and she's great. Babe camp. But she's, like, obviously, like, a fat positive, like, feminist that's all about, like... Oh, my God, I love her already. Already love her. She's the best. She's wearing, like, crisscross suspenders in the front. Yeah, but so she has these retreats that she hosts that's all about like hey like love your body and like stop it's torturing called yourself Camp thunder thighs yeah it's what a the fucking best. glorious it's person the best. i love her but so, so when much. you read the itinerary it's like we're gonna sit around and eat s'mores yeah i know i know it's the best but so this is, how did i not know about this? <laughs> you're welcome but so this is treat. something I think of as, like, the opposite of these wellness retreats, but actually something that, like, nourishes the soul and the body where you leave, I assume, I've never gone, feeling just, like, I am so, like, happy about life. Because it's just, like, all about celebrating, like, your body and, like, basically just being, like, Why hedonistic. Why have done this? I mean, honestly, I, I will say I love her to death, but I was, like, fuck that. I'm going to sign up and live my best life. It was, like... What? Yeah. Registration? Yeah. Okay, well, so I'm clearly, like, a terrible proponent. I promise you it's What's included with registration? A full weekend of workshops and activities, a journal, packet of worksheets, parking, meals, sleeping accommodations, all the gorgeous nature you can handle. This is her camping one, though. This is Camp Thunder Thighs. Maybe it's a different one. I mean, maybe. I don't know. But I remember looking at it and being like, I'm all in, and then thinking, oh, that costs money. I'll just sit at home and do the same thing. She just looks like a fucking powerhouse. I love her. She's the best. So much. Um, But yeah, so that's my version of a wellness retreat. This is what I'm getting you for your birthday. Babe Camp is only $297. Can I also say... What kind of planet are you living on? Can I... You've gotten me five birthday presents at this point. And I got you one, which was tickets to Britney Spears, and then she canceled it. So now Brandy has gotten me five birthday presents, and I've gotten you zero. So you're going to need to calm down on buying me birthday presents and let well, me Well, you got to have more birthdays. I'm going to buy you a lot of Leanne This looks amazing. Moriarty. Yeah, it Actually, is. you know, we can just go camping and eat s'mores. We can bring the dogs. Oh, my God. That's a great idea. And definitely my version of a wellness retreat. Yes. Um, but I don't think that's what's going to happen in this book. It sounds like scandal ensues. We also, I just realized we stopped reading the book jackets, which may be for the best, but we should kind of summarize what this book is about, which... Ooh, can I read the Goodreads? Yeah, you can. I'm going to read it out loud like we're in elementary school. It's kind of long. Go, Brandy, go. <clears throat> Let me have a sip of my drink first. Yeah. Lubricate the vocal cords. Get some liquid courage. All of the things. <clears throat> Nine Perfect Strangers by Leanne Moriarty. Good so far? You should be an audiobook reader. Could 10 days at a health resort really change you forever? In Leanne Moriarty's latest page turner, nine perfect strangers are about to find out. Ellipses. Nine people gather at a remote health resort. Some are here to lose weight. Some are here to get a reboot on life. Some are here for reasons they can't even admit to themselves. Amidst all the luxury and pampering, the mindfulness and meditation, they know these 10 days might involve some real work, but none of them could imagine just how challenging the next 10 days are going to be. Frances Welty, the formerly best-selling romantic novelist, arrives at Tranquillium House 
nursing a bad back, a broken heart, an exquisitely painful paper cut. Oh, oh, that's the worst. (laughs) She's immediately intrigued by her fellow guests. Most of them don't look to be in need of a health resort at all, but the person that intrigues her most is a strange and charismatic owner-slash-director of Tranquillium House. Could this person really have the answers Frances didn't even know she was seeking? Could Frances put aside her doubts and immerse herself in everything? Is it Tranquillium or Tranquillum? How am I supposed to know? Well, you read it, too. Not yet. I mean, like, the word. Not yet. <laughs> oh, it's T-R-A-N-Q-U-I-L-L-U-M. Tranquillum I-U-M? or Tranquillium? I would think Tranquillium. Oh, you're right. It's There's no I. It's <laughs> Tranquillum. I like how you say you're right, and I'm like... Well, because you said, is there an I-U-M? And I was like, no, oh, it's actually tranquillum. not. But it's T-R-A-N-Q-U-I-L-L-U-M. There's a lot of I-looking things next we to each other. We are learning to read together, and it's And beautiful. immerse herself in everything Tranquillum House has to offer. Or should she run while she still can? It's not long before every guest at Tranquillum House is asking exactly the same question. Combining all the hallmarks that have made her writing a go-to for anyone looking for a wickedly smart page-turning fiction that will make you laugh <gasps> and gasp. <laughs> Leanne Moriarty's Nine Perfect Strangers, once again, shows us why she is a master of her craft. Oh my god. It's, it actually sounds really good. I, it does sound really good. I'm, I'm into, into it. Although, uh, I mean, what do you think is going to happen? Can I just say that I don't love the cover of this book? And I know you're not supposed to judge a book by the cover, but the cover of the book is it's like weird. It's like a white fades into green, like sage green on the front, and there's like a little smoke swirl in rainbow. What do you think it means? It does nothing for me. Yeah. It's, it's like I, I was don't know. just thinking her other book titles are kind of similar in that they do nothing for me. Really? We're like I'm trying to I'm picturing big little lies right now and I feel like it's some kind of like DNA structure situation and then like husband's secret is like a flower situation I don't know also don't quote me on this because now I'm gonna check because I this is just the image I have in my head and I could be a hundred percent wrong as I am with everything else in life I don't think no you're right big little lies it is like gray with like a oh it's like like a a lollipop lollipop. i don't know where i got the dna (laughs) i was picturing like you know where the chromosomes are but that doesn't even make any sense either a lollipop breaking apart god who designs her covers obviously not us i would fix it well i just like i like it when the book cover is either like clever or like really pretty yeah where it just draws you in and yeah, don't judge a book by its cover, but unless you've heard about a book... Okay, in my defense, Husband's Secret is a flower. I knew, I knew it was it. Hang on, Truly Madly Guilty, B-DNA. It's water. Never mind. B-DNA. B-DNA. Where is this, like, I am... DNA. I'm picturing, like, a double helix situation, and I'm trying to remember where I got that from. Um, Truly Madly Guilty looks like a double helix, but it's water. But thank you, it's... Uh, it's H2O double helix. Sure. I like that your ads are all They're all fucking rooms. wedding invitations and engagement rooms. Where when you look at my ads, it's a lot more dire. It's a lot of different medicines that cure 
incurable diseases. Well, okay, did I, I sent you a picture of the advertisements I got on my work computer today, or like the suggested articles, and one of them was like, as baby boys get fatter, parents wonder about the body part that's getting smaller, and then it's a cartoon of this person looking at their like baby boy's wiener. That's unacceptable. It was unacceptable. That's something that people that go to health for So much about. body shaming. Well, like, yeah, you're body like, shaming your, like, chubby little baby and their little dick. It's so fucking it's rude. Everything about it. How rude is that? And it's then the so other rudeness. one was like, how to safely lose weight while breastfeeding. And I'm like, would you just chill? And you're like, could, is this not what, that's not what the body is for. No, I'm it's like, trying you're to literally... Like, Doing feed boob feeding. And, yeah, you're feeding and nourishing another life. You're uh, not like, how do I feed and nourish someone else while I waste away? Well, and also, like, what parent is looking at their little baby's dick and being like, not big enough. I mean, horrible parents. <laughs> but, like, I mean, ugh. I just have like, a lot to say about that. But first of all, like, all babies' dicks are little. I mean, especially if they're girls. <laughs> They're very, very little. I'm like, I don't know. I feel like this conversation, I didn't think it could get any more repulsive to me than health retreats, but now we're talking about (laughs) babies' dicks, and I'm not into it. (laughs) I didn't mean to go there, but like, Like, whatever. Way to ruin my romp hour. Whatever sort of thing, like, linked, like... What the fuck kind of advertisements am I getting? What's wrong with you? I don't, I don't get know. Those advertisements. I get like really, really disturbing advertisements. They're all like very body shamey. Yeah. And I feel like it's because I'm looking up all these wedding stuff. I was and I feel say, like, like, what are you Googling? I'm like, it's all wedding stuff. And I feel like they're like, there's this like industrial complex of like shedding for the wedding. Like half of the ads I get, like even on Pinterest, are like, are you trying to lose weight for your wedding? And I'm like, no, I'm not. You're like, I'm trying to stay the exact same size so I don't have to alter this dress. Exactly. I'm like, leave me the fuck alone, internet. Oh, well, that's... I'm like, yeah. It's also funny we should be talking about this. I also feel like I'm extra riled up about this because I just read another book called Dietland, which there was a TV show based on, so I... I remember seeing... Was it yeah. Netflix? It was FX, I want to say. Mm. But, of course... I was like, oh, this is based on a book. I will read the book. Mm -hmm. And the book, I liked it. Like, I had read the description, and I was never in the mood for it. And then the other day, I was like, you know what? Valentine's Day is coming up. I'm feeling like I want to smash the patriarchy. So I'm going to read it. So I read it, and I was just like, this is everything I wanted. And I was so pleased with it. But then all the stuff where it's just like, shedding for the wedding and all of this. And I'm like, I want to shoot those people in the I know. face. It's Which is like the plot of Dietland, by the way. It's just oh, like, is it really? It's like anyone that promotes a... Like, the littlest thing. So it's like, they'll have people that are like, straight up, you know, like, raping teenagers. And they'll be like, hey, someone just went and like, terrorist attack killed those guys in the middle of the night. And you're like, yes! But then there will be someone that's like... Oh, I might be dating like the founder of Girls Gone Wild, but I love to fuck him. And then someone goes and kills that girl, and you're like, 
Is this, ah! Wait, is it a novel or is it it's like... It's a novel. Oh, I thought it yeah. was like a documentary. No, and there's a lot more that goes on too, but yeah, you're like, I'm sorry. You're like, this is really disturbing. Well, no, but it's basically just like where all these women are like, we're fed up with this shit and we're not going to take it. So it's just like all of these people that are oh, problematic so and like tear down other women and it's it's kind of like a Tarantino type like yeah. Ooh, over exaggeration revenge, but I was so in the mood. So I was sitting there like... Eat my pizza like, yeah, <laughs> murder, death, kill them. <laughs> so, I mean, if this book doesn't work out, I might go reread that one. That sounds so But it sounds like this glorious. one ends in murder also. So oh, good. I'm going to do it. Right? They say, like, something goes terribly wrong. Yeah, but I didn't, I didn't immediately jump to murder. What if they're, like, something goes terribly wrong, and what goes terribly wrong is, like, someone actually gained weight. <laughs> Kill them. No. Diets don't work. I don't believe it. The whole fucking world is so disturbing. It is. However, I'm excited to read this book. I am also. I feel like just in like the descriptions of it and what I know about her other books, she just paints like such interesting characters. And I, I mean, you know me. The book doesn't need a fucking plot for me to love it. All I want is some in-depth character analysis and for nothing really to happen. Also, you just pointed, you know me, and I looked at your shirt, <laughs> and your shirt, I don't know how I didn't notice this, because it's just, like, par of the course, it says Fried Chicken USA, as we're talking about, like, oh, being healthy and wealthy and thriving and juicing and just yoga and stuff, and you're like, Fried Chicken USA. Okay, can I also just clarify, hey, hey. this is, like... <laughs> A mustard yellow sweatshirt, crew neck yeah, sweatshirt, it's a good with look. like felt fried chicken USA. Yeah, that and my fiance got me from KFC. Thank you for reiterating. Brandy's engaged, so don't give up. <laughs> if there's yeah. someone for everyone. Also, I haven't eaten meat for like a year, so this is fun. This is a good time. It's good. I actually You're remember like, I'm wearing just- this. Yeah, I wore this with you when we were on a trip to Portland, and I had fried chicken when we were yeah, there. Yeah, you ordered fried chicken and waffles, and you did it, and you were like, eh, eh, eh pointing eh, at your sweatshirt. Eh, the shirt, and the they're shirt. like, oh, I see what yeah, you did Yeah, they did, did there. not care. <laughs> yeah. They were like, they should have so, cared more. Um, do you want the... Bill? Yeah. They had brandy the milk punch there. Thing? Do you remember that? Uh, I always remember a good brandy milk punch. We should go back to Portland. Portland had some real good food. What was I'm that? Dumb. Tasty and Elder? That place was, was really so good. good. That's where we... I also just want to shout out to that me. That was my birthday present. Yeah, which now it's going to make me sound less special. But so Brandy loves her sleep and I love to like rage when I'm on vacation. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to get up at six in the morning. And so I got up, like wandered around, got coffee and then got in line at this brunch place and like put our name in and even like getting there before 7am, there was an hour wait and I was like, perfect. So I waited for 30 minutes and then I called Brandy. I was like, wake up, I'm walking back. I'm going to come get you. She got up and I was like, now we go to brunch and we didn't have to wait. And everyone glorious. else had to wait like three hours and I was like, you're the best so friend. But I was just like, it worked out perfectly because Brandy needs a lot more sleep, I sleep than I sleep so do. much. I was talking to some people at work today and they were like, I sleep like four to six hours a night, like everyone in the room. And I was like, really? Because for me, You're eight like, hours, for a nap? <laughs> eight hours is like minimum. It's yeah. It's like my, like I can, I can get by on like a seven hour night and be like functional for that day. But if I don't hit an eight hour average, I'm 
done. I will say, like, I definitely sleep about seven to eight hours a night, but I can make do without it. It's just something where that's my preference. And it's like, would I rather stay up late watching TV or doing something or go to sleep? I'd probably rather go to sleep. Yeah, I would rather go to sleep all the time. I actually frequently, like... That's how you know we're getting old. Well, no, I've kind of always been that way. <laughs> you're like, even as a teenager, you're like, you guys go party. I'm going to go to well, bed. I mean, I'll yeah. see you at brunch. I mean, in, in high school for sure, and I think it was because I played sports in high school, and I was just fucking exhausted all the time. Like, I could not yeah. get enough sleep and food to maintain the amount of, like, energy that you I was burning, burning all yeah. the time. And so I was, like, constantly hungry and constantly tired, which, like forever yeah and never stop <laughs> problem is when you stop playing sports you're like cool now i'm never gonna be hungry and then you just gain weight yeah exactly and you're like me well, yeah whatever. i definitely <laughs> it definitely gained a lot of weight after high school because i was like living your best life exactly well i started drinking heavily and then that also helps and was like no one's in control of my diet i can eat chicken <laughs> tenders all the time fried chicken usa chicken Woo-hoo. tenders and pancakes oh so into it it sounds like you need to go to a health retreat i like detox. I, I did do a detox after my first year of college i was like well i feel like shit now I should have a vegetable. I'm about to get scurvy. It is, like, something I just love when I'm, like, I'll sit there eating a salad and be like, I am a goddess. I am just health incarnate. No one has ever been more wellness than me. And then I'll be like, and now I'll have some Cheetos because I deserve (laughs) it. And I'm like, nailed it. Well, I feel like... Probably if I were to pick my most favorite ideal meal, and don't judge me for this, but I'm going to be totally honest, is like... I'm already No, offended. okay. Is is a, a like glass of Rombauer with a very, very good salad. Not like a shit salad, but like one of those salads that has like... like truffle vinaigrette. It, yeah, it's like perfect. It has all the things you want in it. It's like really tasty. It's not like iceberg lettuce and fucking shaved carrots. Like, no, it's not what I'm talking about. And... Some truffle fries with Parmesan cheese. Like, the combo of those three things makes me feel like I get all the satisfaction I need from all the things, and I don't feel like shit afterwards. And you don't need dessert? Oh, no, I definitely need dessert. That's fair. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, like, for a general meal, like, that, because I feel like I have kind of a sensitive stomach, and so if I eat, like, a whole thing of macaroni and cheese, which I'm definitely down to, to do doing. or like a whole thing of ramen which I'm also really down to do it's like I love it while I'm doing it and then I just feel like I'm my like butt's not happy after that <laughs> I mean your butt can't always be happy my butt is generally I was, happy I was just gonna say I treat my butt well apparently you didn't get into the butt stuff until later in life so I mean maybe that's why however what I will say is a dairy is an acquired taste it's also something you can lose if you yeah. don't eat it enough, your body's like, hey, I'm not supposed to be digesting this, so you just should never give up. I actually figured that out because I went, like, solid vegan for, like, six months and didn't have any dairy. And then when I tried to start eating, like, a little bit of dairy, like, it had, like, a little bit of ice cream or, like, something that had some dairy in it. And I was immediately lactose intolerant. And I figured out I can't do that anymore. So I try to incorporate dairy into my life, like... Not regularly because it makes me break out, but enough that I can actually digest it. Like maybe like once a week or so, I'll have a piece of pizza and be like, okay, 
Or four. Or four. <laughs> I did. Piece of... When I... Okay, when anyone says piece of pizza, does anyone actually no. mean a piece well, of no, pizza? Well, no, but I was just laughing when you I were like... I had a like, piece that was a half of a pizza. I was just laughing when you were talking about it. Like, you're like, I went out with my fiance and he was like, are you going to eat that? And I'm like, he definitely just walked by and was like, four pieces of pizza. And I was like, good luck with your life. <laughs> well, the thing is, is he like, he likes to, sh- he likes to shame me about it, but like... I think we've gotten to a point in our relationship where I just look at him and I'm like, yeah. You're like, no, five, yeah, I'm motherfucker. Like, I'm like, try me. <laughs> I'm going to eat some more. And be like, guess what? You already gave me a ring. I'll eat as many pieces of pizza as I want and exactly, you're going to like it. Exactly. Besides, I have my Fitbit on today and we had to walk from the pizza place all the way to my house and I got in all my steps. We walked so. up the steepest hill ever. We I basically just, did a 10 day detox. We were both like wheezing at the like, top of it. 100% wheezing. And so let's be clear. It was like, not far. It was not far. I hike every day, and I was just like, this is the steepest experience of my life. Well, but the thing is, it's like, and it was And while what? I'm smelling pizza A in my face. A 10-minute walk, maybe? Like... If that. Yeah, it was not far, but there's, like, one steep hill that you have to commit to well, to get from the so pizza place to our this. house. The problem is, like, a lot of times... I've, like, one place that I go, sometimes I'm just like, I hate it so much because the first mile is steep uphill. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of it is just kind of, like, rolling hills up and down. And I'm like, you can't go from zero to steep. You have to, like, already be, like... Gotta get your momentum. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, I can struggle a little bit. But every time I just start from, like, I'm sitting to I'm walking straight uphill, I'm like, I'm having a fucking heart attack. I know. The world is an unfair place. (sighs) But it's okay. We had 10 pieces of pizza each, and now we're drinking Rombauer, and everything's fine. Today's been a good day so far. It's been a good day, and we are so ready for this book. Yeah. Are we gonna, so are we gonna do, like, juice the next time, or are we gonna just be like, fuck those people who can't drink? I have some, like, good smoothies we can drink. Can we, um, put, put alcohol in it? Like a, Yeah, probably. Like, oh, ooh, I have some, like what? a slurpy type situation, but smoothie. Yeah, I have some, like, rum, which I feel like works really With well smoothies. in smoothies. Yeah, I feel like that's a good compromise, because we want to be, like a part of this experience and feel like we're involved, but we also want to be, you know, having a good time. Yeah, exactly. I'm actually really excited about this book because I feel like we haven't read just like a smutty, we good for nothing book yeah, in a while. Yeah, the last time we tried to read a smutty book, it was Witches of Eastwick. Uh, Need I tell you how I felt about Witches of Eastwick? I gotta stop giving them press. I feel like my favorite so types of books are books where... I can just, like, breeze through it, and I'm, like, getting a mini vacation. Like, I love when I get a mini vacation out of my books. Yeah. That's my favorite feeling. I'm like, this seems like it's something that should be a mini vacation or a mini torture session. I hope it's a vacation. I I would love... Just learning about this makes me want... Would love a vacation. I want a wellness retreat. I just want someone to make all my meals for me and, like, let me sleep. And, like, I don't have to make any decisions. That's my ideal vacation is, like, don't make me make a fucking decision. Not one. Yeah. Tell me what to do every second of every day. Well, that's one of my favorite things to do has always been, like, watching other people be like, I'm on my extreme, like, you know, they're doing their extreme workout challenges or whatever on the TV, and I'm sitting there eating Doritos being like, you're so slow. <laughs> so I feel like that's going to be reading this book where I'm going to be like, why can't you yoga better It's like as I'm 
drunk. When you watch, like, those award shows on TVs, like, when the Grammys <laughs> was on, and you just, like, sit there insulting everyone's outfits while you're, yeah. like, fucking... In sweatpants that you're... Holy sweatpants yeah. and fried chicken you're sweatshirt. You're, like, sweatpants that you have to, like, cut a little slit in, because you're, like, the waistband's a little too tight on this non-waistband mm-hmm. sweatpants. Exactly. Yeah, I've been... I mean, I get it. Not that I've been there, but I get it. Yeah, sure. Totally foreign experience so, for me as well. Yeah, everyone should definitely read this book with us so we can all go on this adventure together. We're going to be so healthy and glowing at the end of this. I'm not. I already decided that in order to counteract this book, I'm going to have to be extra unhealthy this week. Uh, welcome to my love. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're going to love it here. I'm really excited. Um, so yeah, this week we are going to be reading the book. Next week we're probably going to be having some sort of a smoothie with booze in it. To yeah, we'll figure out, out exactly what, but just be ready. We're going to invent something. I feel yeah. like we should create our own. <gasps> oh my gosh, it's like we're on a wellness retreat and we're like becoming new people inventing our own cocktails. Yeah, it's like a cocktail challenge. Excellent. All right, well, on that note... Do you have anything else you want to say to that people? Why do you always leave your phone on when we I don't know. I put it on vibrate and I'm sorry, you guys. Also, like, to be clear. It's my Australian friend. She always (laughs) texts me at this weird time of night. Well, yeah. Pictures of spiders. Ugh. Um, Schematic. My phone is also always on vibrate, but no one ever texts me, so well, I just shit on you for getting She literally text only messages. texts me at this, like, weird time of day, specifically because I think that's when she wakes up in the morning. Well, yeah, because, like, here, like, Australia, well, not all of Australia, but, like, it's basically the future minus five hours. So their mornings is our afternoons, etc. I was trying to find a spider picture So she's, like, you. probably just getting out of work. Oh, is that what time it is there? Yeah, it's, like... Well, in Melbourne, it'll be, like, now minus five hours, but tomorrow. So, like, say it's 10 o'clock here, it's five o'clock there tomorrow. How do you even know that? Because I work with people in Australia. Also, I'm a do big Do you really? Fan. I do, and I'm a big fan of Leanne Moriarty. So you just, like, memorize your time. I was like, like, when is she going to tweet? Where is she? What's she doing? Well, she's not awake yet. I'll keep an eye on her. Oh, I hope she calls into the podcast and wants to be our friend. I'm sure she will. If you're listening right now. Then we love you. We love your books. Come to Wine and Napa with us. I know. So are you... Well, I Star loves your books. You haven't read them, right? No, but I'm already ready to love them. Okay, so... This wine makes me love everybody. Fair enough. I will say my favorite Leanne Moriarty book is probably mm, Big Little Lies. Mine's the HBO show, too. Okay. My second favorite would be my The Husband's Secret. Third favorite would be Truly Madly Guilty. Fourth would be What Alice Forgot, because, like, that character was such a fucking loser. Anyways, I digress. But, like... I feel like if my husband has a secret... I'm going to fucking murder him. Oh, my God. I can't wait for us to, like, force you to read this book so I can tell you what the secret is. What's the secret? Because it's, like, a pretty scandalous. Really? Also, like, anyone who likes Scandal would love any of her books because there's always something that happens where you're like, that's so unbelievably scandalous. I love it. Also, I love the show Scandal. Yeah, it's not anymore. Well, I got bored of it after a while, but I never got bored of Of Olivia Pope. Yeah. Well, and Olivia Pope... And you 
I mean, I'm not going to say basically the same person, but oh you gosh. and your wine and your popcorn. My wine and my popcorn and my white trench coats and my secret affairs with the married president. I will but say, not this president. I do remember when Express did a Olivia Pope, mm. an Olivia Pope, sorry, mm-hmm. line and you went oh, I got it. everything. I got all the things. And you're like, I am Olivia Pope now. Yeah. And it sealed the deal. Yeah. Who put up an argument? Nobody. Yeah. I didn't question it, but... It made a lot of sense to just be sitting around wearing white trench coats, eating popcorn, drinking wine, and saying, it's handled. Well, I mean, also, who can drink red wine in a white trench coat? Only really brave people. Only me and Olivia Pope. Show-offs. But, you know, I've since moved on to chicken sweatshirts and white wines. Yeah, I'm like, (laughs) now you're back to reality. My Olivia Pope days are over. They're gone. They're long gone. All right. Um... I don't have anything else to tell people tonight. Yeah, just read the book with us. And I miss you, and I hope that you text us on the internet, because I have not been super good about being on Twitter lately, and I want you to say hi to us. Yeah, definitely everyone peer pressure Brandy to get her shit together. Star's been busy at work and not texting me back, so if you don't text me on the interweb, then I have no friends. Yeah, and what's really, the point of the whole book club? She's really needy. Someone give her attention. I need so attention! I, yeah, give her attention so I can be like... Why are you not wanting my attention, which will make me want her attention, and it'll just be good for everyone's self-esteem. I wish they had audio gifts. Oh, speaking of, are you going to do the audiobook or are you going to read the book book? I think I'm going to do the book book only because I feel like accents throw me off. When you're doing audiobooks? Mm -hmm. Um, Unless they're British. Interesting point. I hate... Never mind, I almost alienated an entire group of people. <laughs> I was going to say I hate Australian accented audiobooks. I don't know why they annoy me. Because they always say, I nur. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's just certain words where I'm like, your accent's cute until I've heard it for 20 minutes. And yeah. I'm like, could you just... Australian accents are, like, really sexy, but then... For 20 minutes. I don't know. I feel like I've, I ha- they haven't... Well, you know what? Hmm. Never mind. I'm going to not tell that story because it's super pretentious. Okay. Well, we'll save it. Since you're going to do the book book, I guess maybe I'll do the audio book. No, don't do that to yourself. Well, someone's got to do it because we have to compare and contrast. Way back when, that was the plan. And I then, know. But and I then we'd like be should... like, I feel like this book's anachronic and it's hard. So I'm going to listen to it also, but even Maggie though you called it. But Maggie was great. So great. But I can yeah. listen to Maggie Gyllenhaal read the encyclopedia. I was also going to say, like, I can be our go-to for comparisons because I usually do a mixture of the two. Really? Yeah, because... That's a lot to pay for. Not not when you library as hard as I do. (sighs) You know what I think we need to do is plan our future reads more far in advance because my library in Oakland, California, is too booked up. Yeah. On the books. The books are booked. We should get a list of the recommendations and then now because you got to look like six months out i think we're rambling it's too much wine rambling rombauer okay bye bye and yeah.